0: the gender reveal episode okay so if you remember last episode I talked about how I had told God with baby number five if this is a boy I'll have one more if this is a girl that I'm done it nope strike that reverse it (laughs) I said if this is a girl I'll have one more if it's a boy then I'm done with number five Um, And then it was a boy and I was devastated and I was trying to believe that I was done. And then time went on. I found out I was pregnant and all of these things just immediately. It was like the timing, the fact that my midwife was available. So much of this pregnancy and how it came to be reminded me of Lydia, of being pregnant with Lydia. Because if you remember, it was like same Situation in the fact that I knew that I was going to have a baby. I wasn't ready yet. I was planning for the future. And then all of a sudden I found myself pregnant and it was like, you know, here we were. And so immediately my mind, my mind started going back to that scenario. And once I had this thought, I'm excited to tell this story because this is a situation in which life coaching has literally changed The way that I think about everything. So once I had this thought, it's going to be a girl, immediately my mind started searching for every shred of evidence that that was true. And it had a lot of evidence. The fact that it was so similar to how it happened with Lydia. The fact that when Lydia was a toddler, I would ask her all the time, like, do you have a baby sister? She's like, yeah, I have a baby sister, have a baby sister. And even like my boys will talk about having a baby sister. I was like, "Okay, for sure it's going to be a girl. Even like the timing of like where it was in my cycle when I got pregnant. That made me think it was a girl. Um, Conversations that I'd had with people over the time, over like literally decades of like I was just I was sure this was a girl. And I had this vision, dream, I guess, not not really, but like this. I had this this idea of um, being able to tell Lydia on Christmas morning that I was a, that she was going to be a, a sister too. She was going to get a sister. And it was like, even just picturing that scene in my mind was enough to make me emotional. And I was so excited about it. And any time I would think about the baby being a boy, I would feel not good. Like, it was just like, no. Nope. No, 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 But anytime I would think about the baby being a girl, I felt peace. And I felt like, yes. Like, I just, it just felt right. Well, then, I talked to, I had a conversation with my life coach. And, right now my my life coach is a woman by the name of Heather Flake. She's awesome. And I was telling her about this. I had just found out I was pregnant. Maybe like a few days before. And I told her. I was like. I'm really stressed about if this baby could be a boy. Because I I really. Really want it to be a girl. Like I think it's going to be a girl. I feel peace about it being a girl. And I just feel stressed. When I think it's going to be a boy. And. And. Heather, she basically had no sympathy for me because I I, no I told her like just how sad I was going to be like, if this is going to be boy, I'm going to be so devastated. I'm so sad. And she was just like, okay yeah, you can choose to be sad about that if you want to. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not choosing to be sad about this. Like this is like I will be devastated. And she was like, yeah, totally. You can you can you can absolutely do that if you want to. But just know that the reason why you're going to feel sad about this, like being pregnant with a boy is not inherently a sad thing. Like that is a neutral circumstance. It is the thoughts that you are having about that, that you are making it into a sad thing. But you can choose to visit those thoughts and dissect those thoughts and try some new thoughts. And then you wouldn't have to be sad if it was a boy. And you guys, I have been learning about life coaching. I coach other people. And the way that she hit me (laughs) to my core that I was choosing to be sad about this was mind-blowing. Like, it just, it, and I resisted it for so long. Honestly, I don't even know if during the call I listened. Like, I was just adamant. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't get it. Like, I have always wanted two girls. Like, I've always wanted a sister for Lydia. Every time I've had a boy, I've cried because I've always wanted a sister for Lydia. And this is what's so interesting is that it's like we think that our desires are facts. When in reality, our desires are thoughts. And this is the power of coaching because in coaching... And I'm traditionally pretty good at doing this for myself and I'm really good at helping other people do it. But for some reason in this particular instance, it's the perfect example of why everyone can benefit from having a coach. Because even as a coach, I don't always see where my blocks are. And this block was so big and staring me in the face, but I just could not see it at all. Because it was like, In my mind, there was no choice other than to be devastated if this baby was a boy. So I continued on and it was like, it took me like a few days to really hear what Heather said. But eventually I did start to really process it. And it was just like, it was really interesting. Once I started actually dissecting the thoughts of why I wanted a girl so badly... Because, like, the reasons why I wanted a girl. And one of the ones I told Heather on our call, it was like, because when we take a family photo, it will just look more balanced to have the two girls and me and then the four boys and Steven. And it was just like, in my mind, there's just this picture, and it looks better with two girls, like the the two girls and me. And Heather totally didn't let me entertain that for Anytime at all. She was like, that's ridiculous. You're making that up. Um, and this is the thing. It's like, even if I could find a thousand people to agree with me, and I probably could. That does not make it a fact. Th- that, like, that's literally an opinion. But I am, my brain is convincing me that it is a fact and that it is true and that it is the only way. Right? Um, the other, other things that it's like, okay, I wanted a girl because... Dresses, because girl cl- clothes are so much cuter than boy clothes. Which, again, first of all, that's a thought, and even if I could get a thousand people to agree, even if I could get every single person in the world to agree with me on that, it's still just a thought. And what's even more interesting than that is that I, my kids wear the same clothes like half of the week. <laughs> I do not care that much. And like Lydia, like, great, she's a girl. And how much do I spend my time and energy thinking about what she's wearing? Exactly zero. <laughs> Except for when I'm like, you got to change your underwear. I don't care about the rest, you know? And it's just so interesting. Or like girls like, oh, you can do their hair. Like, it's so cute to style their hair. Like, you guys, I Lydia and I, <laughs> our biggest pain point in our relationship is her hair. Because she hates having it touched. She hates having it brushed. She hates anything to do with her hair. And yet here I am in my brain saying, oh, I want this this baby to be a girl so bad because, oh, she'll have such cute hair. And I see these girls with these adorable, you know, hairstyles on their daughters on social media. But you guys, I'm never going to do that. Like, that (laughs) doesn't, I don't even do my boy's hair. And literally their hair takes seconds to do. Like, why do I think all of a sudden I'm going to find or create all this time to do this little girl's hair? Like, no, if you see pictures of Lydia when she was like two and three, like, first of all, she didn't even have hair for a long time. And then is like curly and like, no, I, I'm not going to do it. Even if this baby was a girl, I'm not going to do their hair the way that I have it envisioned in my mind. Okay. Um, what are some of the other things? I think I made a list. Oh, the other one is like the logistics of sharing rooms, right? Like it just makes sense. if We have three bedrooms. I mean, we don't in this house, but you know, in the future, we could have two boys, two boys and two girls. And like that just is easy. It makes sense. Also right now, Lydia shares a room with two of her brothers. So it would be just as easy for three boys to be in a room and two boys to be in a room and Lydia to have her own room. That works just as well, you know? But in my mind, it's like, no, everything is better if this is a girl. And then obviously, I think the maybe one of the main ones is Lydia having a sister and like wanting that for her so badly. But the reality is I think the the best friend sister situation that I have created in my mind is literally just that in my mind. <laughs> Like maybe, maybe that could happen, but it's not a guarantee that just because she has a sister, they're going to be best friends. I know lots of people that have sisters who are very neutral towards their sisters or people who actively do not get along with their sisters. I also see the people that are best friends with their sisters. And that is what my mind latches onto, even though I love my sisters and we have great relationship, but I, I don't think that any of them would say that we're best friends. We talk occasionally and we get along great. But like this, this picture that I have in my mind for what Lydia needs from a sister is, again, just in my mind. How I went forward with this was my thoughts were telling me the what, okay, when I was feeling peace about it being a girl, it's because of all the thoughts that I was thinking. That uh, until I sat down to take the time to like write them all out and be like, why am I feeling this way? These are all the reasons why this feels good to me. And then these are all the reasons why a boy feels bad to me. Oh, the like the other thing that I was thinking all the time is like, oh, boys just aren't as cute as girls. I did not even realize that I was thinking that until I sat down and I was like writing out all the reasons. Boys are not as cute as girls. What (laughs) like that is a laughable thought. I have thought that for years and years, maybe decades. And I have allowed myself to continue to think it and ignore the mountain of evidence that proves that otherwise. Because you guys, I have four freaking adorable boys. And so this is what I've been doing lately is every time my boys do something that is so freaking adorable, I question that thought. I think, would this moment be cuter if this child was a girl? The answer has been no, 100% of the time. Because my boys are freaking adorable. I love them. But I, and it's not that I've never thought that they were cute. Don't get me wrong. Like I've always thought they were cute. But in my mind, I've still kind of allowed this thought track. And it's not like, oh, my boys are cute, but they'd be cuter if they were a girl. No, 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 no. I've never thought that, but it's just whenever I've been anticipating having a baby, I think like, oh, girls are just so much cuter. Like, oh, girls are so cute. But when I really stop and question that thought, it does not work in my reality anymore because I don't agree with it. And yet I've allowed myself to think it for so long. This is what we do in coaching. This is the benefit of coaching. And this is why it's so helpful to have someone else. Because I can do a lot of this on my own. And like I said, I'm pretty good at it. But having Heather sit there and stare me in the face and be like, no, 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 no. If you're going to be sad about this being a boy, fine. But you don't have to be. You're choosing that. Was so powerful. Because we have these things that we don't even know. We have these tracks running in our mind that we don't even realize until we have someone there to question them. Going forward, it was like, okay, I made this list. Why do I? Why do I feel peace when this is? I think about it being a girl. Why do I feel this uh, feeling when I think about it being a boy? And so that's all the reasons why I was excited about it being a girl. And then the reasons why I was am scared. I guess you could say about it being a boy is that. My thoughts are telling me, I don't know how to get along with boys. (laughs) Like little boys or whatever, they're fine. But like teenage boys, I know nothing about teenage boys. That scares the heck out of me. Teenage teenage boys like are super active. And and traditionally, I like to be not active, inactive. I like to sit. (laughs) I like to not do a lot of things. And um, that is scary to me. And boys like you know, people like all the stereotypes that I've literally, you know, been told or heard or observed or whatever. It's just like, oh, boys are gross and they're loud and they're messy and they're they pee on stuff and like whatever. And like I wanna say girls could also end <laughs> do those things, which is not wrong. Um But it's so interesting because it's like whenever I remember one of the times on social media when I expressed that I was, you know, processing through finding out that I was having another boy. I remember people would try to like make me feel better by like giving me evidence that like, oh, boys are better or like girls aren't that great. So, like, I remember a particular comment that was just like, oh, you'll be so grateful. Like, boys are so much less drama, right? Which is a thought. It's not a fact. Girls are not more dramatic than boys. That is a thought. Um, But even when people were telling me this stuff, it was like my mind was already made up that this news that I was having a boy was sad. Therefore, no evidence people could try to give me was going to change this belief that it I was sad. That I was going to be sad. Because I was ignoring it. Because that's kind of, I mean, at least my brain, <laughs> that's the pattern. Is that when I think something, once my brain is looking for evidence, it only, it just wants to prove itself right. So it's only going to view that evidence that's going to prove it right as worthwhile. Any other evidence is just going to throw away. So even though people will tell me, oh, girls are so dramatic, oh, girls are so this good, it's like, no, 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 no. Because all my brain wants to look for is evidence that girls are better. Therefore, it will deny any evidence that they're not. So what did I do? What did I go from here? <laughs> um... I wanted to know the gender before I told Lydia because Lydia has had a history of crying frequently about not having a sister. Pretty much anytime she like gets upset with me or gets upset with one of her brothers, there was a period where she would just like run into her room and cry about not having a sister. So I knew for me and for her, I wanted to know what we were coming for before I told her that I was expecting. And so at six weeks, I had ordered this sneak peek test that you like do yourself. It's like a little blood draw. It was actually pretty cool, although it didn't work (laughs) the first time. So you take your blood, you mail it in, and then they are supposed to run the test and then they email you and tell you the result. Well, the first time I did it, I didn't like shake the blood well enough or something. And I think it clotted. And so by the time they got the blood, they said it was unusable. So they sent me another one. Um, But then. It was. I was not feeling great in the energy that was required to be able to take the test and stuff. Um, I just didn't get to it for a few weeks, which honestly, I think was good because I was able to like really work through like that conversation with Heather was so impactful and just really think through like, okay, It's okay. And this is the other thing that I want to be so, 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 so clear on is that. All feelings are valid and okay. And I, I strongly believe that we are intended to experience the full range of emotions as part of our time on earth, like as part of our life experience. So it's not a bad thing to feel sad. And Heather never wants, and I want you guys to understand too, it's okay. Like it's just coming from like, I can choose to feel sad, when I want to feel sad and that's okay. But to say that I have no control over that is where we're not allowing, we're not stepping into our full power when we have this idea, I have no control. But sometimes we want to be sad. I want to be sad about something. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And maybe I want to be sad about something for a long time and that's okay too. But how empowering is it to be like, hmm, yeah, I'm sad right now and these are the thoughts that I'm thinking that are making me sad. These are the thoughts that I'm thinking that are making that I am choosing to be sad because of these thoughts, right? And if I didn't want to feel this way, I could choose different thoughts. But right now, I want to choose these thoughts because I want to be sad. So, bringing this around to my This particular example, I want to make sure this is recording. Okay, it says it's recording. I did the blood test. I waited some time. I anytime I would think about the baby potentially being a boy, I would feel sad. And I would recognize, like, okay, I might feel sad. I might choose to feel sad when. If and when I find out this is a boy and that's okay. And these are the thoughts that I'm having that are making me feel sad about that. And that's great. That's okay. And then, and so I never got to a place where it was like, I could think of, I thought this is going to be a boy and I could feel happy, but I did have this thought that was, I am so excited to see how God is going to complete our family. And that thought helped me feel peace. And it wasn't, this is a boy, this is a girl. This was, I am so excited to see how God is going to clean our family. And so that was the thought that I tried to just repeat in my mind. Were there still times when I thought like, oh, what if it's a boy? I'm going to be sad. Yeah, there were for sure. And were there still times that I was like imagining Lydia opening up on Christmas morning, this like baby sister, little onesie. I'm feeling so excited about that. Yes. And eventually the results came back. And the blood test said, it's a boy. And I did cry. <laughs> but every time when I cried, and I would be sad, and I would think, okay, these, this is why I'm sad. These are the thoughts that are making me sad. And then I would think, I am so excited. To see how this boy is going to complete our family. And then I just felt excited. Because I am legitimately so excited. And I trust that, that God makes no mistake. When he sends me my children. When and how and what is sending. I Because I choose to believe that. Because that is an empowering belief to me. It is empowering to believe that God has a plan for me and for this child and for my family. I love that thought. And it is a thought that I choose because I want to. I don't have to think that thought, right? I could think this is a mistake, you know, all these things, but I don't want to think those. Um, Thankfully... I was pretty bummed because I had wanted to do the Christmas morning thing, but then I got worried <laughs> that if I told Lydia on Christmas morning, she would be upset rather than excited. So um, we ended up telling her a few days before, just her, soon and I told her. And I tried to keep it together when I told her, but I did cry a little bit. I'll be 100% honest. But she was just excited, which was a, uh, such a relief, um, She obviously didn't know I was pregnant at all. And so when I told her that she was getting another little baby brother, she was like, you're having a baby. Oh my gosh, there's going to be another baby. And so she was just really excited. And um, I told her that if she would like to attend the birth of this baby, she can. And um, we had her tell the, the boys on Christmas morning, although they really did not know what was going on. I don't think they understood really in the moment. But anyway, that is the story of how it all came around. And so... I hope this kind of gave you a window into coaching and like what coaching is like and the benefit of coaching. And like to give this as an example, I couldn't go from, I'm going to be sad if this is a boy to I'm going to be so excited if this is a boy. I could not go there. And it's still, I'm still working on that, but I could go from, I'm going to be sad from this is a boy to I'm so excited to see how God is going to complete my family. That was something that my brain allowed. And it was like the feeling that I wanted, that peaceful feeling, I was able to find once I found that thought that resonated. And um, yeah, I don't really know how to end these podcast episodes. (laughs) So there you have it. number Baby number six is a boy. And um, honestly, the other thought that's getting me through is I'm never going to be pregnant again. (laughs) That thought makes me excited regardless of (laughs) who this baby is. Never being pregnant again is, that's one that that gets me feeling. So anyway, hope you guys are having a great day and um, come back for my next episode.